In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. Audio fun bag, chapter 55. All brought to you by Responsibly Vodka. Drink responsibly. And Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com, for all of your vintage audio and video needs. Are you trying to bang me? Because the lights are like really dim in here. Oh, that's what you were asking about. Yeah, what'd you think I was trying to say? No, I actually, I was like, is this a dinner thing or this is a whatever (laughs) thing? Is this the way you're going to start off your talk about? So let's get the, let's, let's get the cat out of the bag here. Oh, what's the cat? So you were out last week, so there was no fun bag, which no. was fine. That was fine. We took a break for for a week, and we'll give you another one. I was in Mexico, and then we did a bonus fun bag because we did one on Chuck and Chernoff, which you'll hear in the third segment. And you and your wife went to Mexico. Yeah, isn't that how you say it? I didn't mean yes. to like direct that at you. No, no, was... that is everyone there. <laughs> the the X is an H in in the Spanish language. Your name is Carlos Medina. You must know how to say Mexico. So yes, Mexico is is a thing. Yes, 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 yes. We went to Cancun. Oh, you've even you've actually turned Mexican. You're like, oh yes, 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 yes. yes. Z, Z, Z. Yeah. Here's the deal. Growing up in San Antonio, South Texas, I can't imagine how much it sucked. Where the Tex meets the Mex. Not not being in Texas or around like Hispanic people. That's not what I was saying. I was saying I think, being a winking? Carlos Medina, and everybody just assuming, oh, oh he knows Mexican, Spanish, hey. uh, and, and, and everyone like, hey, don't you know Spanish? <laughs> that was a weird part about growing up there. Is that because of like both of my parents were in corporate America, and if you don't know, for the audience that doesn't know. I'm named after my uncle who was killed in Vietnam, okay? So that was always the deal where my mom was like, I want to name him Andrew, which is a lot more just kind of plain Jane. There's Andrews of, of every ilk. Isn't that your brother's actual name? Yes. So, so, so somebody else got name. it. Yes. So, so my younger brother got the name Andrew later. As the oldest, I ended up with my uncle's name, who, again, killed as a, as a 22-year-old soldier in Vietnam. So it is an honor within my family that I could never just like, oh, no, I don't want to be known as Carlos. But the problem is, is that everyone then thinks, like, don't you know how to speak Spanish? Can't I drop you off in Mexico and you, like, survive like Bear Grylls? I'm like, no, there's no chance. If you would have had a boy. Oh, we... and by the way, Uh-oh. when I didn't speak with that very strong accent that my that, like my cousins and uncles did, it was like, why does he want to be white? I'm like, I'm just trying to be educated, guys. So now who's on the couch? You touched a nerve here. <laughs> If you if you would have had a boy, would you have named him Carlos? Is that like a thing where we were doing? No, no. Okay. I, I I'm trying to remember even the boy's names we went through. I think we were gonna if we had a boy, I think we we're gonna name him Cade, like C A D E. Oh, okay. So something simple like that, like Cade Mays. Oh yeah, along those lines. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the name I think my my wife and I had discussed as far as being like yeah, I think we really like that that or or like a, a Cade James after my grandfather. So it'd be something like that. Um, I, we never considered like hey, let's make sure and keep this family name rolling or this name rolling. 
Yeah, you really did go on the couch, dude. And Welcome. My, and my cousins would, would, dude, they would finish everything. F your couch right now. Everything F would be finished couch. with this. It was a, it's a deliberate smacking of the lips, followed by. <laughs> so like everybody in like Southside San Antonio and every one of my cousins would be like, and by the way, it was never for real. It was for reals. So it was. Ah, for reals? And then but you didn't go to that portion no. of, of Mexico or Mexico. You went to that other portion of Mexico because I've been to like the border towns. Oh, no, no, no. That stuff is scary, man. This is the most Americanized. It, it really is like the 51st state. Like, yes. Everyone there speaks English. They have to because tourism is like the Huge. number one business there in Cancun. So how did you dabble in homosexuality while there? Oh, my God. You're going to first off. Is that not the tease that I gave you? That is the best tease in the world. I possibly dabbled in homosexuality. You either possibly, you either did or you didn't. There's not a whole lot of possibly, right? And I realized that I am not homosexual. So, uh, so it was a test. Yes, I didn't set it up as a test, but yes, it was a test. So your, your wife decided, I've got these things no. I'm pondering. Brian, I'm wondering whether or not you like men, Brian. So not, I set you up an evening to find out for sure. Not how it went down. And this wasn't like a swingers thing or anything else. What this was was... Brian, are you attracted to him? Are you attracted to me? I'm going to wait till you're done, essay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you can get, we're on a resort and everything else, and you can get a massage there in their spa. It's like $300 for like 90 minutes. Eight years ago when we went to this first resort, we realized that if you walk down the beach, there is this little hut, this small hut, that they will massage you right there. 45 bucks for an hour. Yeah. And it's an awesome massage, and you can hear the waves and everything else. What you were pointing out is because there is the the rate in the spa, and then there's the rate outside the spa. Because we did something similar where we were even still on campus, still on the resort, but the rate if you sat in like the cabana area outside with the ocean and everything else was $40 cheaper. So what me and my wife realized was, look, we can spend basically $600 for an hour, 90-minute massage for each of us. Or we can just go every day for four straight days and we can spend 90 bucks a day. So we did it four straight days, getting hour-long massages, everything else. I got this one girl, and she's a bigger girl, but she was like me. Like, she was an ass girl because she focused on my ass. It was the first ever time I've actually had my penis grazed in a massage. Did you finish? I'm sorry. I'm about I, to finish, I, I'm about I, to finish I, with I've, this podcast. I've asked an inappropriate question. But it was it was weird because we both kind of... I guess you fell in love because you got offended by that. We both kind of did this look like I was like, yeah, that just happened, but my, <laughs> we'll wife's, just pretend. my wife's right there, so let's just keep doing the massage. Is that cool? <laughs> Come to the fourth day. My girl is still there. It's noon. It's time for my massage appointment. Apparently, she's on lunch. I got the first ever dude massage. Okay. No, not okay. You... I was not okay with it. You and were creeped out? It was weird because, like, at first when I lay down, or I'm hesitant to even sit down at the table, I'm like, well, shouldn't she be... She's on break. It's like, no, no, sir. Uh, actually, we'll take care of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but can I... No, I'm and not said, getting said, her. It's like, come here, I'm getting a dude. And first off, in my mind, I'm like, you know what, Hoyt? It's okay. He's it's, rubbing you going, eh. It's 2021. <laughs> we're going to be... <laughs> We're going to be okay and Settle everything. down, essay. We're going to be okay. Just Boy, I'm playing every stereotype you possible. You really are, and you can play that card, by the I way. Know. Like, what stereotype can I play right now? Here's the Irish-Welsh guy. Don't like, you remember, like, 
what was it, 30 years ago when Paul Rodriguez would like imitate his entire family in the most like horrible fashions? Yeah, you can do it. And you can do that. I cool. cannot, however. And so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to mentally prepare for this for the 10 seconds that I'm aware that I'm about to have a man rub me down for an hour. And the first thing I kind of move my brain into is, you know what? Just pretend you're an athlete. Like I have to role play. Pretend you're an athlete, and you know what? You just you pitch seven innings a day, and you're just getting a rub down from a guy after the so game. So let me get this straight. So I'm trying to come off as straight as possible and mentally explain in my head why a man is rubbing me for the next sixty minutes. So the day before, you're imagining she's in like a schoolgirl schoolgirl outfit. Yes. The day before, she's a nurse. Sure. Today it's. I'm a highly trained athlete, and this is my personal masseuse. I'm just trying to come up with any story in my head to rationalize what is about to happen This to is me. Claude. He's Eastern European. He is the best at dealing with sports injuries with his hands. Do you realize how hard it was to convince myself that it was just a... At first, I was like, maybe, maybe I can pretend it's a woman. His fingers were so fat. They were like tiny little Vienna sausages rubbing me. I'm like, this isn't a woman. And they were rough, by the way. Like, you know how a man has rough hands and a woman has soft hands? You couldn't convince yourself it was a woman. So I'm like, okay, just imagine you're getting rubbed down as an athlete. No, never change the entire 60 minutes. I fall asleep during women massages. Like, I will pass out and just wake up and the massage is done. I couldn't fall asleep. I was never comfortable with it. It was it was just one of those things where... Maybe you haven't addressed this issue, this deep-seated I'm issue. I'm not getting on your couch right now. Maybe it's just a matter of like, it was in your face, in a beautiful place, on vacation. I could not get, I could not get past it. it he, he didn't use enough lotion, so I felt the roughness on my back. And in the entire time I'm getting it done, all I'm thinking in the back of my head is, this is a dude rubbing on your back and your upper thighs and your ass right now. Like Typically, you have to fight the urge for a hard-on, but in this case, you're like, nah, we're it's good the here. Other, like, what if I do get a hard-on? Like, that's even not... I can't say worse, but I'm not trying to... I don't know. Wow, you're very judgmental here. <laughs> so there was that angle... Then there's the second angle of um, we travel alone. We travel just as a couple. My wife and I. I know you and Allie tend to travel with other. Oh, can other I point people. something out real yeah, quick? Too real quick. So I have done the male massage by choice. Yes, but you went in and asked for a man. Not exactly because it gets deep inside you. But the reason why I I went on like this, whatever three four five mile an hour my uh, mile run while I was in Port St. Joe, Florida, and I got up the next morning and my back was so messed up from the way I slept that night and also being tired that when I went in there and he was the only one there, I was in so much pain, I was like, I don't care. But And so I did go to the sports idea that this guy's helping me out and that was the reason I was okay with it and never felt weird about so it. So you had to put yourself so in that So I know role. what you mean there. So secondly, we travel just the two of us. And I know you and Allie travel with couples we and do everything. We a lot of couples, yeah. Which... It's probably better to do that. Like, there's nothing worse than the first night you get somewhere, and all I want to do is just be left alone. I don't want to interact with other couples because I can do that when I'm here. When I'm at the beach, leave me alone, leave me on the sand, let me go to bed at 9 o'clock, and then let me wake up at 9 o'clock. Like, that's how I want to enjoy it. Lisa is the other way. She wants to interact with couples. Let, let's meet people. Let's, let's party it up with them all night. We were staying up until 2 and 3 in the morning, and I didn't even know what I was doing with these people. I was going back to their room. Oh, he brought weed. He brought weed from the U.S., Lowe's, and so I'm smoking weed with him in his room, which, by the way, who the hell brings weed to Mexico? Like That, that is the epitome of bringing sand to the beach. Yes, and also, by the way, if you get caught in Mexico with drugs, yeah, you don't realize you're going to have to stay in a Mexican jail. It would probably be the worst thing to be caught 
in a Mexican airport with drugs. Yes. So who brings them? There's and, weed and by the way, everywhere and, and, in Mexico. Yes, everywhere else around any one of these resorts. Here's my 20 bucks and I'm good. Yeah, dude walking up and down the beach basically. Yeah. You smoke? You smoke? That's all he's asking people. And I'm like, you brought weed to Mexico. So here's where I don't, I don't know where this relationship is going when we meet these people. It's like, are we about to swing? Like the first night we meet this couple and he's asking me about me and everything else. And we just happen to run into him the next morning going to breakfast. So we sit down and have breakfast with him. And he's like, so I looked you up on Facebook and Twitter last night. And I'm like... Wow, doing a recon, huh? <laughs> well, that's weird. Sounds like the weirdest thing you could start up a conversation with. So, looked into you and your family. And so you start doing things like that. Saw your wedding pictures. And then we get a couple's massage with them. And I'm like, where is this right now going? Like, we have four days left with you. Where the hell is this going to end up by day four? We only had this scenario one time. And it, it was on, uh, a- after we got married, we went on the honeymoon and we met one couple while we were actually it was two, but one that we gravitated much more towards where we were hanging out with them and drinking to this day. I now think that she's divorced. And the only reason I kind of know this is because she was a very elite level volleyball coach. who was like coaching in like the ACC in a couple of different places. And so it's always been like, a, oh, let's see how our team's doing. So and so now lives with their two daughters and dog. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, I guess they didn't make it as far as we did. Oh, were they on their honeymoon as well? Yes. Oh, God. It was that deal. And and so, yeah, I felt really weird about that. Every now and then we'd be like, oh, hey, I wonder how they're doing. You'd look them up because you always knew you could find her. She's coaching in the ACC, of course. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that's that doesn't, that's not wonderful. I just hear these stories about like swinger couples that go on vacation. And I'm like, I don't want to give anybody the wrong impression. I'm just looking to have a good time for four days and not end up with like a divorce or a second wife or sex with another man watching me in the corner. I vacation. I vacation with you before. Yeah. That was more of like, we're taking you in and we didn't wife swap. No, of course not. But then there's been our friends, Ben and Matt. We could have. That was probably the more fun ones because they, they don't nap like I do, huh? Yeah, really. They don't. (laughs) They were a lot more fun. They don't have children. Yes, that's true. They have a dog. (laughs) So they're ready for fun all the time. And outside of that, we've, we've, we've been with our neighbors because um, our kids are all the same age and stuff like that. And so, yeah, we typically will try and do that sort of vacation with another couple. A lot of times it's so the kids stay busy because they all play together. And so moving forward, you're going to want to find couples you like because not everybody you like. But you just want to make sure if our kids are occupied once they get older – then you can do what you want. See, I'm so against the kids on the trip. Like, kids didn't come this time. I love it. All right, when we come back. I mean, I love my children, but got to get away. We will tell the story of how a particular aspect of the Chuck and Chernoff show is dying. That's next. I think it's dead. It's not dying. Follow the podcast park on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind the scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the podcast park. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment brought to you by responsibly vodka and Norman's electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. Finneran and Sandra were over at SunTrust. That was our big announcement that we were moving over to uh, to move over to their stadium and we're going to have our, our agreement with the Braves. So you have one person in Florida, one or two people over at SunTrust, and all the phones and all the communication stuff is back here in our mm-hmm. home studio. So that's already a very difficult show to try to put together. 
This is where they're just trying to attempt to get to the right caller. They're expecting a couple different people. You're going to hear it play out, but just understand that they're punching up the phone lines back here. Mm-hmm. And the people at SunTrust and Stakeover in Florida have no idea what's coming up because they can't see anything. So it's just whatever comes out is the person you got to talk to. Lots to get to uh, over the next uh, 90 minutes or so. Are we ready to chat with uh, our buddies here? And uh, joining us now, the president of the Atlanta Braves and our boss. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we going to Chuck Smith first? Chuck yes. Smith first. Always first. Don't make Chuck wait. Crazy. You're going to tell me you have the president of the Braves and Chuck Smith gets precedent? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Chuck Smith. And he joins us this morning. Chuck, how you doing, brother? Good morning. <laughs> That's not Chuck. No. How are you? <laughs> I think we have a problem. <laughs> Are we on a delay here yes. or something? Is that what's We're going on? on? A bit of a delay. Hey, Chuck. Hey, what's going on, guys? There, there he you is. go, big man. Oh. That's really it's a tough spot. It's tough. It's a tough spot to be in. Good morning. <laughs> That's not Chuck Smith. No, that is not Chuck Smith. I know Chuck Smith. That's not him. I just, I've, I'm going to defend Steak again on this. is a tough spot. Oh, no. He's in a different place. He's in a hotel room somewhere. I think we have a problem. I don't be in a different place. That is like a chant. Chapter 55 of the Audio Fun Bag, all brought to you by Responsibly Vodka. Don't tell me how to drink. Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. Is the chant gone? Like, I know it's still in soccer matches or football, as you would call it. Um, of course. Again, when I go home to my native land. <laughs> we're right back to the essay thing. But, like, is the chant, is the chant still out there other than that? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's. I think other people just have certain cheers that they do. Okay. But, like... Is there anything that's more of a pain than, like, high school football chants that then oh, get God, worked no. into things? The only chant I can think of, and I think it still works to this day, is, like, the peer pressure chant. When people just start chanting, like, hoit, 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 hoit. And, like, like when we were in Chicago, for example. And it's like... We they, wanted you to call the dogs. But it could have been, like... Or take shots. Jump off an eight-story building right now. And or there take was, on that dude. And there were so many people just chanting hoit. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I'm doing it. Yeah. It's peer pressure, doesn't it? <laughs> so... Wanted to address this one deal because some people have been uh, have been tweeting us and asking what has happened to Hey Matt now that you have returned to the radio station. Have I? Sort of. I mean, you're like on an interim basis. You're like you're here, <laughs> but you're kind of like, well, I mean, it's a very weird dichotomy. Like people talk all the time. If I won the lotto, I would still go to work because I love it and everything else. And now that I'm back, it's like. No, there's a part of me that's like, if y'all tell me to do too much, I'll just be like, yeah, I'll walk. I'll see y'all later. Yeah, if, if you push me in an area where at any point I'm bored or it doesn't seem like it's fun, I'm just going to leave because I would, that sounds awesome. It's kind of cool. Hey, um, yeah, I don't really like what y'all are planning on doing there. It kind of bothers me. I think I'm going to go now. <laughs> what are they going to do? Like, okay, we got to fix that. So the, the newest one is that our amigo, Chuck Oliver, who's attempting to- They're Spanish again. He is attempting to- alter parts of the show that he finds troublesome. <laughs> Is that and, the word you and, would and, use? And most of them we've been able to fight off. We've been able to be like, no, okay, fine. But we we had to relent, at least for the time being, and not have any hate chucks. And there's a part of me that feels like a little bit of it has, like I've died a little bit on the inside because that is one of my favorite parts of the day. And it starts off 
the show at 3 o'clock where I better be paying attention because there's going to be something weird. It is a listener appointment in radio. Like, I'm not sure how much... Damn, I think that got picked up in my mic. Oh, probably. Um, I have a piece of bronchitis <laughs> going on. You know I'm going home to take my steroid. I know. And all the stuff that they gave me. I, I know listener appointments are such a old school radio thing, but like saying... Chipper Jones coming up at 4.30. Maybe it holds somebody, maybe it doesn't. I just feel like 3 o'clock, you had to be in your car around a radio if you wanted to be in on that day's joke, and it's kind of maybe screwed over some people. And it's also weird to me, too, to just get rid of bits like they're just gone and nobody acknowledges it. Well, we've done that with stuff that's a giant fail. Like, you've been around long enough where there was... The big T's. Yeah. Just disappeared overnight. That sort of stuff that was tried. I hear voices. It did not work. It doesn't sound right. A lot of these were in that weird period where I wasn't producing the show, so there was just a lot of bad ideas. Because I don't really come up with bad ideas when it comes right up. I was about to say. (laughs) I don't don't know if y'all are really aware of this. I'm really good at this job. But Chad Scott, all of those ideas you came up (laughs) with. Those are terrible ideas. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like the Dantana's Difference Maker. Lowe's couldn't wait for that to be gone. Oh, man. Actually, that was a mad idea. I know it was. How many times? How long did I bitch about it for? Uh, for it, like years, for like two the two years that we did it, you bitched yes, about I it. Yes, I bitched about it every single day about how unimaginative and how idiotic and everything else it was. Well, because Matt comes up with these ideas that he doesn't execute. Like, no, if it was Perry the judge that week or whoever the judge was that week that month, because remember you had to be a judge the entire, entire month, month, and oh. people people were like, "No, that's fine. I, I can do that." Then they'd get really redundant, and they're like, "Man, this sucks." By week three, this sucks. And, and by the way, it was our job to go get the next one. Correct. It wasn't Matt's job to do it. Matt would come up with the idea. He likes to say he's what Steve Jobs, where yeah. he comes up with the idea. I've invented the iPhone. No, no, you came up with the idea for it. Then you made other people go make it. Yeah, and so I don't know how we're going to reinvent the "Hey Matt, Hey Chuck." We've got to do something, or. If we even do try, like, here's the weird thing about radio is this stuff all comes organically. Like, I remember the the steak at the end, the rapid fire, that was all organic. We just kind of stumbled just on, yeah, just the, the stumbled best onto stuff it. is things we just kind of fall into and go. I kind of like that. I remember direction specifically was your idea. Well, because he would give these long, <laughs> elongated directions to places, and I just said, why don't we just? Because it, it would always happen the same way. Matt would say, blah, 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 we're going to be out over here, and we'll be there on Friday. And Chuck would then just start spewing off how to get there. right near Spaghetti So we just started grabbing all the different directions he was giving. (laughs) (laughs) And if you had taken them, hoping to go out to a remote to see Chuck and Chernoff at the PJ Tour Superstore, no, you were going to end up in Mobile. Okay, that like that's what we were doing with these directions. It's gotten to a point too where it's now a mental stumbling block in his head that he'll realize he's about to start giving directions. And he stops. <laughs> so it makes it effective to me. Like imagine having to live your life in fear that someone is about to turn everything I just said into a drop, so I have to somehow be one step ahead of myself the entire time. Why do you think as an audience member, why do you think we always say, "Hey, how do you get there?" <laughs> and then we all lay out quietly. Let's see what he'll say. And don't talk over do. my drop. And then just let it play from there. So, so that's yeah. What's up. So so hey, Matt is uh is dead. And I think some of it because it started when I returned on Monday. Correct. That's when we got rid of it. The that's first day. that's when he imposed such moves. Because these things would come to me. They would come to me in the shower. They would come to me in the middle of the night. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night and be like, "That's a brilliant idea." Because all the drops, as many drops as we have in that computer, those drops are in your and my head as well. Like, 
Our bank is filled we, with just we, drops. We think in terms of drops. And so I know all the drops that I have in my head for the most part. And so I would be thinking for the day, for the week, whatever, what's the next one I'm going to do? What's the next one I'm going to do? And it just kind of builds upon itself. So the one I've been thinking about, you've started the guess what's in my hot, hot tub. tub. Because Chuck's hot tub has become a, a, a bit of a character and a player on the show. And so I was like, what can I put in Chuck's hot tub to really kind of stamp like Hoyt is back? And so... uh. It was going to be, hey, Matt, hey, Chuck, guess what's in my hot tub? What's that? AIDS. <laughs> do, you, do you still have this? Because you can put it together. Yeah, I can build it for him. Okay, just so I have it, it's just a, a little like, oh, I remember that. That was fun. And then Matt was going to be like, oh, there's AIDS in your hot tub? And then I was going to create Chuck doing a cannonball into his hot tub with like a big splash. Flash. And then Matt would probably, because you have to know where Matt's going to go with it. Matt probably be like, oh, Chuck's in the hot tub. Yeah. And then we'd play the drop of Chuck saying... I have AIDS. Because <laughs> he's in his hot tub. So maybe that put the fear of God into Chuck and he's like... Maybe he understood what was coming and <laughs> made the right decision after all. There's a part of Chuck that probably thinks for like, for three months, this son of a bitch has just been coming up with ways to like make me sound even worse than he was on a daily basis. Oh no, there was other people that were doing that on a regular basis for everyone at the station. Are we back on the couch? Kind of feels like that. All right, coming up next... <laughs> The most recent audio fun bag. Yay! Fun bag! It's tonight in Arkansas. There's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words. It's life. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. So, Robert, I want to thank you for your time. I just don't think you're the right person for this position. I don't understand. Was it something I said? Well, we did a background check on you and found some things of concern. If you're in charge of hiring for your company, you know how helpful a background screening can be. That's why companies that use Horizon background screening make smarter hiring decisions. Don't let the wrong hire put your company at risk. Get the real story on your candidates at horizonscreening.com. Horizonscreening.com. Now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. Let's move over to uh, one Chris Domino who... Oh, gosh. <laughs> who, who once again did one of my favorite Domino things. These, these scenarios to have different guests comment on. And, <coughs> and many times there'll be a question attached to it, but sometimes there won't be a question attached to it. It, it, would, it would be similar to me talking to Chuck and just saying, Chuck, color blue. <laughs> just a thought. <laughs> what, what, what about the color blue? <laughs> well, see, that is the reaction of some of the people. So he totally got Matt Stinchcomb with this. Take a listen Take a listen where if you can identify a question that was asked, and this is what you got between Stinch and Domino. I don't know if I buy into the Al McGuire's comment years ago. It was funny, but it was really telling. The best thing about freshmen is they become sophomore. But it doesn't guarantee guys get better. It doesn't guarantee that a coach in his second year is going to be better at play calling or anything else he's responsible to do. And, oh, yeah, by the way, everybody else is trying to get better at the same time as you are. <laughs> No, yeah, I don't think I'm saying that either. So the idea that you have a second-year quarterback oh. and a second-year... Oh. 
It's fun, though. Question short, answer long. I'm sorry, I don't understand your question. I, I know. Sorry, Coach Bowden. Question short, answer long. What are you talking about? Chip Towers. <laughs> yeah, long but... pause there. <laughs> <laughs> I smell terrible, by the way, because I was just stressing about all the crap Matt put me through today. All the sweating. If you didn't listen to the show today. It's so bad. You go back and listen for the uh, the Wednesday edition of Chuck and Chernoff. Matt's idea, Steve Jobs' idea. By the way, Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 55, all brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics, Damn. NEIUSA.com. I thought I was going to make you forget. No way. Matt decided, let's play this particular audio game, and Hoyt, we need you to sing some songs. <laughs> And, and when he called me, he called me and said, hey, we decided to do this at 430. Uh, Hoyt's going to do this and let's make this happen. I'm like, okay, let's make that happen. Sounds good. And I'm doing this. All under the impression. That Hoyt is all on board with it and he's totally cool with it because in my mind I'm saying, this is one of those ideas that you decide on a Monday to do this on a Thursday because it takes time to put this stuff together. And I'm out for the first several hours today because I had a doctor's appointment. And he called me at 7.15, which our call is not until 10. And I'm like, uh-oh, something's bad. And he tells me about that. And I'm just like, damn it. I have been in a mood. Dan Matthews, if you're listening, I apologize. I've been sweating. I've been in a mood, but whatever. I I'm, showed up, back. and you were kind of a house of fire. <laughs> and all you wanted was help on things. And I'm like, you got it. All right, I'll build this board. We'll come up with this. All right, I'll do this. But that is the sort of deal. Had I known about it. Oh, you would have said no. I would have said, let's, let's do that on Friday. A couple days. Let's do that on Friday. But he sold it as, no, no, this is all under control. We're good to go. Well, and he knows I'll never say no to him. He knows that. And, so he takes advantage of it. And your we, wife was right, too. Yeah, she said, Brian, you need to learn to say no to Matt and to other people, Brian. They're walking all is over you. Is this becoming you. a character, or are you just going to keep forcing it? Brian, look at me, Brian. You need to learn to say no. It's getting better. It's not good, but it's getting better. So this was uh, the audio fun bag that we executed the first in three months, and this is kind of what it sounded like. It's time to tickle our audio fun bag and see what pops out. Ah! It's the audio fun bag, exclusively on Chuck and Chernoff. Missed you so much. We have not opened a bag in a while. And it's in carpet. I think mm -hmm. it's been about three months, maybe? At least? It almost feels like maybe before December. What could have happened before December? That I don't know. The bag left us for a while. Well, we've been collecting. Yeah. Like, that's not a problem. And I want to say thank you to a lot of our listeners. Y'all are so great as far as sending the tweets directly to myself and Hoyt and saying, guys, timestamp, here's what happened. Yeah, that's awesome when they do that. That's for great. The, for those who don't know, we have an audio fun bag army of people who will just yes. notate for us times and, and days of when somebody screws up. And I am suspicious that there is a uh, there's a policy at work for this one. The policy that former employees can't complain to management. I don't think you can as a former employee, can you? What's that? <laughs> Well, that didn't take long at all, did it? You, you know he's just waiting. Now, do we have licensing over those drops and those things? Do we have... I don't know. The, the man in the corner office doesn't seem uh, to have a problem with it, so I'm not going to. The other good news is the corner's not here today, so we can even push the envelope more. All right, let's start right here. And shout out to Ryan Brown, who sent this over to myself and to Hoyt. 
This is the very professional Nick Cellini, who I would say one of the best point men in all of sports talk radio. Eh. Runs a very tight, tight show. Eh. Nick Cellini was trying to describe, it's an aspect of the national championship game and the way they were going to film it. And this is what he gave us. CBS plans to use more than 120 cameras and several unusual approaches, we're being told, for Super Bowl 55. Venice cameras, Domino, are going to be using. Mm -hmm. Several on-field cameras to uh, capture a dramatic cinema... Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, let me do this again. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Cinema... Oh, no. Cinema... To graphic feel? Yeah. All do, right. do you know you just made the audio fun? Of course I did. Deservedly <laughs> so. <laughs> so I didn't know this. Do we lose fun, though, in the middle when we recognize that it's making the bag? Does that... Cinema... <laughs> so I worked with Nick later that Sunday. It was Cinema a couple days later. To graphic feel? And he would not use that word ever again. He kept bringing up the story of this is what they're going to do. And he was, you know, they use this for the national championship mm-hmm. game. They're going to bring this back for the Super Bowl. And he would never say that word. And I, I didn't understand him. why. And I don't like once you trip on something. You, uh, you, I have trepidation about certain words that I trip on. I will not go back there. Oh yeah, there's certain yeah. words that are never uttered out of my That's mouth. Why I say to a T. I won't even try his last name. And so, they're patented or patented. <laughs> so let's bring up somebody who has never made the audio fun bag before. Young David Holloway, who was uh, running the board for the show last week. Mm-hmm. And this was the moment Chuck and I. I, I had gone through all of the uh, the Huddle and Flow podcast. Because Terry Fontenot was a guest on it. And I went through the whole hour. I edited everything. I cut it all up. I sent it over to David. Then I said, hey, here's this audio we're going to use in this opening segment. Oh, by the way, I've got a couple of Keyshawn Johnson cuts for later. Yeah, and David Holloway is one of our regular board ops for Hoyt has filled in this week so far for him. So, <laughs> so here's the piece of audio where it's myself and Chuck. I attempt to throw to Terry Fontenot and just see how frustrated I get and how quickly it happens. I've enjoyed listening to Terry Fontenot. And he joined the Huddle and Flow podcast yesterday. That's done with our friend Steve Weish and also Jim Trotter. This is what Terry Fontenot talked about, the process that the organization is going on right now at Flowery Branch. Hmm. Give Matt Ryan the same respect that you gave to Matthew Stafford. Allow him at his age to go out no, and try no, to find a team. That's not, that's actually different. <laughs> We're actually going with the Terry Fontenot audio. So be cut one. <laughs> so, so right now we, we just got the college scouts all in town. Does that feel painful to you? Yeah. Yeah. It caught my attention at first. I was like, whoa, Fondo coming out hot. <laughs> you respect my quarterback. <laughs> was that, that was actually, I think. That was Keyshawn. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. That was Keyshawn Johnson who was explaining how the Falcons need to trade Matt Ryan to show how th- th- their respect for Matt Ryan. The good news is you stayed very calm, it sounded like, with that tone of yours. That's not, that's actually different. <laughs> I can't, one. can't tell you. After going through all of that audio and uh, cutting it up five, myself. trying to talk about. And editing it all by myself uh-huh. to then say, here's the gift that I have. It's ready to go. And then we didn't play it correctly. Let's move on to another favorite of ours, Keith Ippolito. Now, this is not Keith's fault. Mm-hmm. Okay? This is when we attempted to play Win Chuck's Dinner. Now, Chuck, you were wondering a couple of weeks ago outside what was going on. Yeah, we should let the audience know Keith is another one of our engineers. He's one of our regular board ops again. He he runs everything on Braves Radio Network. And so he's helping out as well. Well, what happened is Keith went to a particular piece of audio right on our board that says 60-second clock with buzzer. As it turns out, somebody within this building decided to overwrite that particular file with instead... 
a Chuck Oliver commercial. <laughs> so this is what you're going to hear as we attempted to play Win Chuck's Dinner, and we try and go to the clock. We go to the phones and welcome in Ben, our first contestant with a chance to win Chuck's Dinner. Hi, Ben. How are you? Hey, good. How's it going? Doing very well. Have you ever played the game with us? I never have. Let's see if you can win Chuck's dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. King here for... <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. that's not it. Well, let's get a clock going here. All right. <laughs> All right, just... Uh, I've, I've got a clock running in my head. We thought we had that very ready. <laughs> oh, no, he's got the clock. Oh, we got uh, a clock? All right. Let's see. No, he doesn't. Right. I'm, I'm waiting for it. All right, never here mind Here we go, that. go! Dead or alive, Pro Football Hall of Famer Lance Allworth. This show sucks. And so what happens is... What a crappy show. Keith then puts it, we call it in cue, to where he can hear it, but the audience can't. Mm-hmm. King here for... Whoa. And that's when he hits it again that says 60-second <laughs> clock, and it goes off again, and we realize at that moment, somebody has covered up our 60-second clock with a Chuck Kent, Oliver spot. Kent, there is nothing that could have happened to make him look worse. Mm-hmm. He had nothing no to culpability do with in that, but it's like, I know what the, the listener's thinking... It's the simplest sound effect possible. How do you not have a ticking clock? Well, good news is I handled it well. King here for <laughs> Whoa. Yep. You hear that? King of the ad libber right there with the whoa. I did well. And so, yeah, when, when you were wondering outside, like, why are they all in this weird panic? That's what had happened to us. Mm. All right. Let's move over to uh, one of my favorites. He is Hudson Mason. Hudson! Hudson actually gets two into the audio fun bag today. Congratulations. Now, to here's the fun thing that Hudson pulled off. Do and I know Chuck. I can't apply this to you because you don't read most of the memos or emails. That's fine. That's how it goes. <laughs> but we had for our golf tournament that was coming up inclement weather, and so the decision was push it back three weeks. That's what we were planning on doing. Well, when Hudson read the memo, the plan was for the tournament to be on Friday. It said Thursday, March eighteenth. This is the chili dip open got pushed back, right? I think Hudson only read Thursday. So this is the audio of when Hudson decided to announce the change to the audience. Buck and I will dive into what the Falcons should do with that second uh, round pick. And in 60 seconds, we'll go chopping. The chili dip open bucket, which I know you were looking forward to and are still going to be a part of it, uh, it's been moved up because of inclement weather. It was going to be Friday, but now it's Thursday. So oh boy, you still, uh, no, 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 Friday. Oh, God. No, no, no. It's been rescheduled. We've pushed it back to March the 18th. <laughs> yes. So that's going to be Thursday, but uh, we're going to push it back. On the ah! It's time to go shopping. Did you ever think Buck would be the guy to save the day on, on that show? So bad is that myself, and I think it was either Matt Lear or Keith Ippolito, we're on the other side of the glass going, no, we'll no. And I could tell that by him literally. You can see the problem is you're right to do what you did, but you got to do it in a different way with Hot Friday. Because he just starts now bumbling and stumbling and stopping and starting. Well, at that no, no, point, no. Friday. Yeah, at that point, he's now in the full backpedal of, oh. wait, what's the date? That, that's a new merit badge for Buck. He's <laughs> he's like he's 21 years in and he got the badge for <laughs> got it. helping his co host. I, I threw the life raft. But I don't know. It's been rescheduled. We've pushed it back to March the 18th. Yes. <laughs> yes. Buck put the fire out. You can get mom to stitch that on your shirt for tomorrow. It's <laughs> awesome. All right, let's move over to and, and again, thank you to JT Poston for this one. So JT sent us the the link and sent us the timestamp for this one. This is when I believe this is near signing day. One of our favorites, Sandra Golden, running through a particular player who decided to sign with Alabama and this coach. We're never tired of college football. So let's do another lap on the latest news. It's time for two-a-days. Geez, the most uneventful national signing day ever. The second of the two now. And what the Georgia fans were watching was Terry and Arnold. It came down to Bama. It came down to Georgia. And at 4 o'clock, 
he picked Roll Tide for y'all. Uh, he said it was down to his relationship with Nick Seaman. He's the goat, as they would say, and he wanted to play hoops. Who was that? Nick Seaman. Oh. It's a different kind of coach. Nick Saban's one of my favorites. He's done a good job. He's new at Alabama. He's got that wasn't the name exactly. I said semen. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, so, right? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it can happen to the best of us. Uh, let's move over to one Chris Domino. Now, Chris Domino, I, I think as Chris has, has gone along uh, in his radio career, there's two things I think he doesn't really care for anymore. He's never cared for like radio formatics, like the idea of like resets or anything else. <laughs> But I think he's now taken the idea of structure and just said, I don't want anything to do with it. In this piece of audio, you're going to hear him because he's not looking at the show sheet. He never does. <laughs> he starts trying to call for audio that isn't supposed to be used until like the next hour of the show. This is what it sounded like. Uh, we're going to hear a piece of sound because this guy has got a, a bunch of projects, including playing um, the Tiger King guy. He's going to do that movie. But he's also got a new show on Netflix where he's going to give you um, the history of the curse word. Hit the button. Oh. I have no clue what you're talking about. Oh. Nick Cage, hit the button. Oh. Wasn't that for Beyond the Goatee? He's getting everything mixed up. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> no. oh, it doesn't matter. Hit Nick Cage. Nick Cage can go I, in the, oh, the no. driveway. I did there. just email it to you, John, if you want to pull it up. Oh, it doesn't matter. Very confused. Yeah, it doesn't matter. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union. Free online and mobile banking. No minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today. AccentRoofingService.com. Those guys have a show meeting on the air? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Big John is about the most get along to go along guy. Like, he wants to help. And he's I just like, no I got nothing. I got no idea. You know what you're talking about. You know how much that bothers Cellini? Because without structure, Nick has nothing. He, does no, he doesn't want it. He's got his plan. And if it said next hour, the Nick Cage audio is going to be a part of. You know, under the goatee or behind the goatee or within the goatee. Like, that's when it was going to happen. Now, He's getting everything mixed up. Oh, oh yeah, I am. Domino, <laughs> he went from, like, we're just having a conversation as a normal broadcast to, like, nine. Hit the button. Hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> that's so wonderful. All right. Uh, one of our other favorites is Brian Finneran. And Brian, it's awesome when he does certain reads. And they're patented. Like, that's the most famous one. This one doesn't really get to that level, but it was still a lot of fun to listen to. My sleep number setting is 70, and my wife's is 40. We've been in a sleep number bed for almost 20 years now, and we'll always be in it because it's that good. Uh, it is as good as it gets. You can save 1000 bucks on the Queen Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed plus freemium. Plus freemium, the hell is that? Plus free premium delivery and setup when you add a base. 
I love the invention of the new word. He should have just rolled with it because I was buying it. He's like on this freemium thing. That's awesome. It's free premium. It's freemium. That's it's that good. That? Creation of words is wonderful. You know what would happen like six months from now? You're seeing a commercial on TV for it. Yes. And it's got freemium with a little like R with yes. a circle yes. around or TM with a yes. circle around it. They're just going to say, this is so good. We're combining it's free premium. premium. It's premium. It's premium. You don't get that from yeah. Sealy, Serta. You don't get it from those. No. Huh? It would have been a Brian Finner in creation. Mm-hmm. He can just patented it. What the hell is that? <laughs> Let's try Hudson Mason. This is another one of those reads where, um, I'll Friday. just say this. <laughs> Once the issue started. No, no, no. Thursday. The, the tailspin. We've all been there. We've all tried to get out of a read that was not going well. The awkward dismount, I think, is the best part. Hey, Thanksgiving has happened. It's come and gone. And now we turn our attention to the holiday season. And if you're like me, you're thinking about a unique and you need to get your a unique and you a unique oh. gift to get to get your uh, loved one. If you've got a Braves fan in your family and I got the uh, perfect gift for you, it's the Atlanta Braves holiday oh. pack. Oh, my gosh. A unique gift. You're thinking about a unique and you need to get your a unique and you a unique gift to get, you to, to get the get paddles your, uh, out. Or one. I did think I was like, am I going to have to zap him with the paddles? The hell is that? Oh my goodness! <laughs> and the tough thing is, in your mind, you're thinking, I can get out of this. Yes, I can't, and you can't. You can't. It sucks when your brain and mouth do not want to cooperate. And doing this job for any amount of time that happens, it's going to be a okay. part of it. I've learned, and I did what Hudson just did. Often, I just often. Dolphin, yeah, you've been dolphin a lot lately. That I have learned the trick, no matter how bad you think it sounds, stop talking, have a breath, don't say anything for like half a second, mm-hmm. and then start talking again. It's okay. You to get your unique, a unique it's gonna seem to like, get. It's going to seem like you paused for four months. Right. Half <laughs> of a second is all it takes mm. to get you back on. All right, so rarely do we ever get this person as the creator of the awkward moment because we've had Steve West as part of a lot of things whenever uh, you, you get <laughs> you get Buck where he's like just said something to him and Wesley just has to roll with it that it is but this case uh, this was during uh, the week leading up to Christmas holiday time uh-huh. and Westy decided to lob a grenade into the show in the first like 30 seconds of it this is what he did alongside Brandon Joseph and Steve West I'm Chris Mooneyham Thanks for tuning in, everybody. A Wednesday edition, the day before Thanksgiving, of Chuck and Chernoff. I am neither Chuck nor Chernoff. But again, Steve West, West Coast Westy, Sideline BJ. Is that a name or an activity? (laughs) It all depends on how you use (laughs) verb, adjective, noun. As I announce my presence to the show. Yes, thank you. I'm here. How do you you not love Westy? How can you not love Westy? He looks at Brandon Joseph, and he's like, hmm. Sideline indicating Brandon Joseph has done sidelines. Forever. Forever in his nickname, because his two first letters are B and J, thus sideline BJ. But he's always a name or an activity? (laughs) But he always is sideline Brandon. Uh, Something else I've learned, in addition to pause for half a second, is just because I think it, I don't have to say it. <laughs> That's a very good point. I'm well, here. I, yeah, but see, but with the beauty of Westy, he doesn't live by any of that uh, you know, structure that you're so locked into. All right, I, gotta, I announce my presence to the show. Yes, thank you. I got a couple more in the name section. That's the section we are now in. Mm-hmm. So this was last Tuesday when Leo Mazzoni was joining the show. And the funny part is, I think somebody told him, hey, you're going to be on with Chuck and Chernoff. 
he decided that he was going to address Matt in a certain and, way. And let me be just upfront with the audience. Leo and I have known each other for nearly 25 years. 25, going back to my first meeting with him in 1997 in the Braves dugout. That's how long we've known each other. So this is what made this so beautiful. Uncle Leo, how are you? I'm doing good. I just got done talking some baseball to a bunch of pitchers at Anderson University. But it, you know what's sad, Chuck? You know what's sad is a lot of them don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> I hate that when they get their name wrong like that. That's the worst place to be. <laughs> what are you going to do? That's Leo. Right. <laughs> Called him Chuck. As soon as like I glance over at Matt, I'm like, "You're Chuck now." I say, you know what's "Sad Chuck." There are times that in the course of a conversation that maybe just one name gets in pers for another one, and you just uh, you just move on. You don't make a big deal about it. He did it probably three or four more times, but- and, and then like eight minutes in, he realized like, "Have I been calling you Chuck?" Like, <laughs> it's Leo. You just lean into it, and I love Leo. It's what's a name? I mean, it's fine. It's okay. I think that it's it's not really that that. Is not the kind of thing that really makes the fun bag. No. See, but what's different is, is there are times when you will talk to somebody and you will, you'll nail the name. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened with me amigo, who's been wronged, Chuck Oliver. This comes I don't from do this. Matthew Watson, <laughs> who sent us this one. Can I, I, <laughs> but let's just start with the first piece of audio and then we'll go from there. This is when you had a particular guest, you brought him on, and everything was off and running. Uh, Saturday down south, been visiting that place for years. One of my go-tos every single day. Want to welcome on now, uh, editor from SDS. It is Chris Marler. Chris, welcome back. How you been? I've been good, brother. How you been? Doing all right. Uh, how's that, uh, that vaccination thing going around, uh, down yonder? <laughs> that is, I've stayed as far away from anything involving the vaccination news. Not like not getting the vax, but it seems like it's going fine. I don't know. I, I try to stay away from the news. Uh, Josh, always appreciate the time, man. Thanks for coming on. My name's Chris, but it's good to talk to you as well. It's all good. All right. Uh, we will take, uh, we're going to take a quick break again coming up. Uh, we will come back and wrap up the Chuck Oliver Show next. The beauty is you don't miss a beat by saying, I'm sorry, Chris right or Josh. It. Roll right through it. I got a tweet about five years ago, <laughs> and it was someone who said, I didn't listen to the Chuck Oliver Show until it showed up on Audio Fun Bag. He says, your refusal to engage in small talk or <laughs> any, he says you just locomotive straight through stuff. What was going on mm-hmm. was behind the glass. Dan Matthews is like, all right, up next got Josh Pate coming on from 24-7. And I'm thinking about the tease and yep. the next guest. I was like, all right, Josh. I was like, that's not Josh. My name's Chris, but it's good to talk to you as well. <laughs> that is what happens when somebody slides something into your ear. Just tells you like, hey, we got this coming up, and then you you stick with it. Like, I, uh, I it happens to some in this business. If you're like somebody who's like a real professional, a point guy, yeah, whatever. I, I will fully admit, I have been writing, especially like when we were doing the NFL guide. I'd be writing about a particular team, and then for some reason, I would say that team during the update. I couldn't get it out of my okay, head. But Dan and I have now been on like this, uh, I guess, three year or how long has he been? Yeah, three year odyssey of. I was like. Dan, you need to understand my weaknesses. You can't tell me anything. I was like, you know, when he produces, like he fills in on this show, what's the first thing I, he sees me do at 259? I TVs. To, I, no distraction, no anything. Don't talk to me. Don't put a sign in the window. Don't do anything. Do somebody like, turn the TVs on? You want no small talk, but you went into vaccination talk right <laughs> off the on. bat with the guy who was going to talk football. No, because we were talking about stadiums in use, uh, and they're doing it in Orlando. All right, so here's the last piece of audio we have, and this is a montage to show you that once a guy like Nick Cellini locks into doing a presentation a certain way, he's not going to be able to break that very easily. This is going to feature a brand new station sponsor who is sponsoring a particular segment. And how many times can Cellini 
continue to step on the production. Ready for the day? Yeah, neither are we. It's time to rip and read. Presented drinking in the Branding Recovery. Your comeback story starts here. Who's drinking in the broadcast booth? It's happening. We'll tell you the tale a little bit later on. It's time to rip and read. <laughs> Dan Mullenhead. by Good Landing Recovery. Your comeback story starts oh. here. Dan Mullenhead, this to say about coaching in the NFL. Oh. Find out about that coming up in a few minutes. It's time to rip and read. Presented Folks. by Good Landing Recovery. Your comeback story starts here. Oh. I always forget about that. Folks, if you want to go to the G-Day game, oh, it's going to cost you this year. It's time to rip and read. Presented by Good Landing Recovery. Your comeback story starts here. So excited. You mean to cut the man off. It's time to rip and read. How to foul. Presented by Good Landing Recovery. Your comeback story starts here. How the Falcons can free up some cash. We have some solutions. Oh. You know, I've been hard at work crunching some numbers. Oh, thank God. It's time to rip and read. All right, Mel Kuiper. Presented by Good Landing Recovery. Your comeback story starts here. Mel Kuiper Jr. at it again. You're not going to believe what he's got the Falcons uh, doing in his latest. It's time to rip and read. Like Presented we by Good Landing Recovery. Your comeback story starts here. Every day. Cal every day. Cal Ripken. My streak Ripken. continues. When are you going to do the lap when everybody's going to high-five you? Because no. this streak is incredible. I must do something about that. I have to remind myself. I have this sheet. You'd think I'd have it on there, but I, I don't. That's something that needs to change. That's the uh, audio fun bag. I love him. Cellini is the best. Because the old days, somebody's head would have been taken off because of his own mistake. He would have gone after everybody around him. But that's growth. Maturity. Way to go, Nicholas. We're all proud of you. A dramatic cinema tug. Simna. All right, let me do this. He's gonna, doesn't matter. He's going to kill Hoyt. There's the audio fun bag. It's good to have the AFB back with us. Coming up next, a, p- a position group for the Falcons where Chuck needs three more of these in order to be happy. We'll talk about it next. Uh, we will come back and wrap up the Chuck Oliver show next. Do you actually know the last time we did a fun bag? I don't remember the date. Oh, I do. It was the day uh, State, Kincaid, and Zinno were all fired. Are you? Oh my God! You're right because because <laughs> we all looked at each other like, um, are we right, still but, going to do this? Um, <laughs> no. You know how I I know about this. You know how I remember. It's because we're just finishing up the fun bag, and I got a text message from John. Yep. But I don't read it at the time. I know. We hit the break, and I open it up, and I'm like, oh my God. So that was, you're right. That mm-hmm. was the last one we had done before this one. I don't know why it stuck out of my brain, but I remembered that specifically because, I don't know, just a, it was a weird flash of a day in general. But Because normally we would go home and listen to fun bags and laugh and everything else, and I, I remember I didn't do that. A lot of crying. All. Yeah. A lot of crying instead. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty upset. Um, yeah. Wow. Have you, have you uh, since we've been on the couch, have you enjoyed uh, your two days, three days back with me? Yeah, my life is considerably easier. Oh, good. Because, but not not for the way you think. Oh, okay. You and I are both <laughs> very weird perfectionists when it comes to this this work that we do. Like as much as everybody here is like us screwing around, we only get to screw around because we spent hours before making sure that everything was was tightened up and done. Well, you joke about it all the time. You're like, Hoyt on air is the drunk, the blah blah blah, the unprofessional, the screw around, the make fun. We're both very detailed, very, re- very regimented. As much as that doesn't sound like it from my standpoint, we are extremely regimented in what we're doing. Like I, I started the audio fun bag. 
you were working on for for months. The front office low segment we've done over the last couple of days, those start at night. And then the research is like the the next hour and a half on, on one of my mornings or one of my evenings. And I start kind of laying it out and putting it together. So I don't ever show up to the show thinking, hey, I don't know what I'm going to do here. <laughs> and so what's been going on over the last several months is that I'm doing that. But I'm also having to worry about guys that don't have the experience yet and also have not gotten comfortable in working that way because you had to, it's a grind. And so I'm constantly having to look over their shoulder and ask them about stuff. And and that's what I've, I've hated about it is that it's not fair to them to have the, no. the, the two people who had the most experience in doing this job. One of them taking another job, one of them deciding to go chill for three months and, and, and be with his family. And suddenly, oh, here, guys, y'all have never done this type of radio in a top 10 market. But here you go. Just figure it out. Like, that's not fair. It's, it's, it's been very hard on them. I got to tell you, it was fun to listen, though, from my standpoint. Man, you were like, man, whenever I decide to walk back, they're just going to hand me the job. They're going to do whatever. Man, there was like the greatest amount of job security you've ever had was like the last 90 days of listening to the radio station from one to seven. Because it was just so many things. I was like, oh, God, that's not to my standard. And I'm and I'm the one. Victory! I'm the one who who. I'm taking all the responsibility of I know, it, I know. And, and so that was that was the, the hard part. So, but then again, then we do these these audio fun bags, and I would just sit there and vent to you about it, and be like, "Oh, this is what's going on." And uh, so, yeah, so it's it's better when we're all together. Is our merch on sale? Our merch is out there. We'll uh, we'll put a link out there. I've got right now the you got a new football coach over there. Is that right? T-shirt. There's the aren't you going through a divorce or something? Uh, we've got a couple of those out there, and we're slowly going to be building this lineup. And then as we get to the baseball season, then we're all going to be hanging out again because we got some stuff that's going to be going on. So we can be like, hey, we're going to do the fun bag over here. Come on out. Let's do this sort of stuff. Oh, what do you, uh, you want to tell the people to close out? Safely with a mask, we'll hang out. Take them out. Sing a song or something. I'm not in the mood, man. Matt made me sing all day today. I'm kind of over it. You take them out this time. I actually was thinking about how I wanted to, like. I like you standing up, by the way, while you're talking to me. Write a song. Makes me horny. To like, aha's take on me. Oh no! You did come back from Mexico with a different feel. <laughs> no, no, I. It was the way you were bending over, like you had your butt out. It made me horny. Hey, Matt. Guess what's in my hot tub? AIDS. I've got AIDS. Follow the podcast, Spark, on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Party. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. 
First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 